0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of DFS Today by Sportsitos. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be breaking down this lovely Saturday seven-game slate for you guys. I'm just going to be focusing on the main slate. There is a game that starts a little bit earlier, uh, I believe at four o'clock, and I'm not going to be including that game. So just the seven games on the main slate, we're going to rock it. And we're going to roll it. Had some really nice calls uh, in the last, for last slate. Unfortunately, I didn't get a podcast out to you guys because I was busy doing that pod with uh, Greg Garenberg. I actually didn't feel very well uh, yesterday, so I was happy to even get through that one. I'm feeling a lot better today. So <clears throat> we are ready to rock it, man. And I wish I had those plays, you because uh, we're balling today, uh, hitting some big ones, had some good calls. Uh, Patty Mills was kind of a miss there, but um, had some other calls. Like Kevin Love uh, hit big on him, obviously. Um, Therese Maxey was an easy call. Uh, Gabe Vincent was a really big one for us uh, with with very low ownership. So some nice calls on that last slate. We're gonna look to keep it rolling though for you guys and try to get you some wins. So let's uh, let's get down to it. I've got uh, three games here that I'm really focusing on in the early going here as guys uh, for looking for guys to lock in. Again, this is just kind of an early look at the slate and looking at uh, what we can expect as far as you know. Guys we need to lock in early, uh, and guys that we think will have some value here early. So uh, I like to set my lineups with these guys at first, and then as the news breaks, I adjust them as we go. Uh, you guys can obviously handle it however you like to, but that's how I do it. But anyways, the first game, and the game I have the absolute most interest in, <clears throat> is the Brooklyn Nets on a second half of a back-to-back against the Charlotte Hornets, who are also on the second half of a back-to-back. Is there a blow-up potential? Yeah, absolutely there is. Um, but you really can't beat, beat some of the pricing for these guys, and this game environment is going to be fantastic. It's going to be up and down. Brooklyn Nets are not a particularly good defensive team. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets are going to be better, I feel, on this uh, second game of a back-to-back than they were in that first night. They were absolutely dreadful uh, last night. So, uh, obviously, let's uh, let's get it out of the way. Uh, Kevin Durant, 10-6, not, not expensive enough. i got to lock him in. I'm going to have him in probably every single lineup. I don't see how I can fade him. Um, you know, there's some other other expensive guys. on If you want to pivot off of Kevin Durant, I think you can go to Jokic at eleven seven. I don't like uh, Giannis at ten twelve six 6 in a matchup against the OKC Thunder. I think that's just going to be a blowout. It's just going to be a massacre. The Milwaukee Bucks are playing really good basketball right now, uh, absolutely destroying the uh, Timberwolves as I speak. So uh, I'm gonna look really stupid if <laughs> the Timberwolves come back here, but uh, but no, I, I think the Bucks are just gonna blow the blow the water, blow the wheels off of this OKC okay, Thunder team. So uh, I can probably play some cheaper Bucks, but I'm not gonna play Giannis up. But you can play some Jokic at 11-7 if you want to be a bit of a contrarian, uh, a little bit more expensive than Durant, but he's gonna have pretty low ownership, I would have to imagine. But no, Kevin Durant 10-6. He seems like an absolute lock to me. Uh, You know, Sean Orna's team doesn't play any defense, going to be up and down. Uh, No Kyrie Irving, of course, until Kevin Durant gets up to the same pricing as Jokic and and Giannis and Luka Doncic. Um, He's just an easy, easy lock for me. So I'm definitely locking in uh, Kevin Durant, at 10-6. Royce O'Neal, 5,500. I've missed on this guy uh, the last couple of games and the last times that, you know, he's really gone off. Uh, But I can't anymore. I can't ignore what he's been doing, especially without Kyrie Irving. Uh, in the lineup, I, I'm trying to pull up his uh, stat line from tonight, uh, last night, uh, for all of you listening tomorrow. Um, but I'm trying to pull up his stat line here, but he just absolutely crushed it without Kyrie Irving in the lineup. And obviously, this was against the Wizards team. It was a, a game that really got out of hand early. Uh, so maybe he had a little bit of extra opportunities. Maybe the Wizards kind of folded there in the fourth. I didn't really watch the end of that game, so uh, it was already gone by that time. But uh, 29 minutes. He did shoot 5-9 from the field, 3-5 three from three-pointer. We can't really bank on that, but 13 points. Uh, eight assists, which is really, really nice. Uh, eight assists for Royce O'Neal, three rebounds, which is actually less than he usually gets. So uh, a steal, uh, no blocks. So uh, I think this is actually um, – I don't know how many TK points he put up exactly. I don't have that right in front of me. It was quite a few. Uh, I think it was in the 40s. But uh, he – I think that he, this production is actually – like maybe about five points less than this, so maybe about 30, 35 DK points we can expect, and he's only priced at 5,500. I think he's a really safe play, and I think he's got some upside too. So I do like Rosyneau at 5,500. I'm going to throw out also my last guy, and probably, no, I'm sorry, there's two other guys I like on the uh, Brooklyn Nets side. I like Joe Harris a little bit at 4,400. This is going to be a GPP only play. He's not going to have very high ownership because there's other guys that are on this Brooklyn Nets team that people are going to play. They're not going to stack. Uh, four or five Brooklyn Nets. I'm not gonna stack four or five Brooklyn Nets, uh, because it's just I'm I'm not gonna do it. Um, but Joe Harris at 4400. If you want to have a contrarian play and and pivot there, I think you can go to him. Uh, Didn't have an absolutely good game last night without uh, Kyrie Irving, but uh, the opportunity's there. And if he can get up seven, eight, nine shots and hit, you know, two or three threes, we're cooking. And he'll put up some rebounds, put up some assists for you. Uh, you know, I think there's definitely some some value to be had there. But, no, the guy I'm most excited about on the Brooklyn Nets side has got to be Mr. Cam Thomas at 3,300. And, you know, it's easy to overreact after one game. And people might say that. Maybe, oh, Keith, you're overreacting. He had a good game. 32 minutes uh, tonight, last night, whenever you're listening. uh, 6 of 13 from the field, which is about, you know, about what you can expect from him. He might have some duds here and there where he doesn't shoot the ball very well. 2 of 4 from three-pointer. So not absolutely crazy, not out of the question. 3 of 3 from the line. Uh, six assists, four rebounds, which is nice, and a steal, and seventeen points. And this guy's priced at thirty-three hundred. And uh, like I was saying, you know, people are gonna say, "Hey, whoa, whoa, slow down! You're overreacting to one good game." But the thing is, guys, I was watching this rotation closely because I was curious because I wanted to see who are they gonna play without Kyrie? Who's gonna fill that role for them? Is it going to be, uh, you know, Patty Mills, who is a guy that we have seen go off in the past? Uh, he only managed sixteen minutes tonight. But the thing that you're watching is. Who comes in off that bench first? And the guy that came in first off that bench in the guard position was Cam Thomas. So even before this game was a blowout, he was the first guy on the floor ahead of guys like Patty Mills, ahead of guys like David Duke Jr., um, etc. So uh, Utah Watanabe also managed 24 minutes. You know, we guys know I've been on him. He's He's got 14 points and 8 rebounds in this one. Um, another guy you can consider on that side of the ball. I'm not necessarily going to. I think he's one of those guys that kind of got extra run because of the uh, blowout here. You're going to see more, more minutes for Royce O'Neill and Kevin Durant if it's going to be a closer basketball game. So, uh, But, hey, if you think this is going to be a blowout, you can go to Yutubat Nabe. Uh, he's a little bit priced up, though. Um, he is not... Available he's not no that's why he is uh Oh, no, he's only thirty five hundred. So yeah, you could go to YouTube Nabe Nave uh, In this matchup if you think it's uh, if you're game scripting it and you think it's gonna be a problem, which it very well could be I Don't think it will though uh, On the hornet side of the ball if I'm gonna stack some of these value guys like Cam Thomas uh, and maybe a uh, Joe Harris or something maybe I'm stacking both those two guys with Kevin Durant Then on the other side, I want to go with uh, Jalen McDaniels at 4,800 I really, really like this pricing for Jalen McDaniels. He had an absolute dud in the game last night. Just didn't play well. This is a write-off game for the Charlotte Warrens. Uh, has that written all over it. They were just out of it early, uh, folded early, knew they had it back-to-back. So I expect a lot more from Jalen McDaniels in this one. Uh, no Gordon Hayward, I would assume. Uh, obviously, you want to keep your, your tabs on that situation. If Gordon Hayward does play, then I think you uh, probably can't go with Jalen McDaniels. Right now, All the last update I have is he's not playing on Friday, so... Uh, Saturday he's still kind of up in the air, so you got to stay on top of that. Obviously, you can also with, go with Kelly Oubre Jr. at 6,300. I don't think there's a lot of value to be had at that price point, though. Honestly, he had a good game last night, but that was kind of a ceiling game, and I don't think he's going to get that again. You know, I think the floor is uh, not considerably lower, but it's lower than than what I like at that at that price point. So. I would rather have Jalen McDaniels. And then and that's assuming, again, that Hayward doesn't play. Uh, And I also like some P.J. Washington also, 5,800. Another guy that did not have a good game last game, so a lot of people will be off of him probably. But he's got that potential to put up really big numbers. So he's more of a GPP play, more of a hit or miss, more of a sink or swim type guy. But I do like me some P.J. Washington at that price point, 5,800 in this uh, matchup with the Brooklyn Nets. So those are the Hornets I like. Moving on. The next game that I have the uh, second most interest in here is the Houston Rockets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota Timberwolves here on the second half of a back-to-back. Just got their rear ends handed to them uh, by the Milwaukee Bucks. And so I think that they're going to come out looking for blood. I think they're going to keep this competitive. I like the Rockets' chances in this one too. I don't think many of us really believe in the Minnesota Timberwolves' as uh as an actual competitor so uh i think it's going to be a close game i think it's going to be a game that's going to be up and down good pace uh you know right for uh for some good fantasy numbers here i gotta start with Anthony towns at 8900 and i think this is going to be a low ownership play i don't think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards him people haven't been rostering a lot because there's still kind of a question mark about his fit next to rudy gobert and, you know, how he fits into everything with with everything with Edwards and everything like that. And those are valid, valid concerns. But he's put up between 45 and 50, you know, DK points in the last uh, three or four games here. And so I think that he can do that again. Uh, let me just actually pull that up just to give you guys a, an actual number here. Uh, so the last three games here, 44, 52.25, 52, 52. and 50 DK points. So not too shabby. At 8,900, um, you know, there's nobody else that's going to be that quite that low. Price point that's going to put up uh, a fifty burker for you on the slate. Uh, I mean, maybe there is, but uh, he's a good, he's a pretty consistent guy that's going to be doing that for us. So on the other side of the ball, though, I think I have even more interest here in a couple of rockets. I have uh, interest again, and this is, I guess, this is one of my guys because I keep bringing him up. Eric Gordon at four thousand five hundred. I do think that Eric Gordon uh, again had a, a bad game in the last one, but he has that offensive skill power to put up, you know, 20 real life points. Um, he doesn't really have that role on this Rockets team, but if they really need him to step up, uh, you know, here, here's the scoring over the last uh, several games. He's at, he's got 17, 13, 16, 18, 12 last game. He had zero, zero points. Just an absolute crappy game against us. The Clippers team I shot over four from the field. He had 33 minutes though. That's the other thing I'm looking at. This guy is on the floor for 30 plus minutes night in and night out. Um, I mean you assume they're showcasing him to trade him, or maybe he's just their bet that they're just gonna keep and and he's got to glues them together. I don't know. But I think you know if he scores 30 DK points, he hits uh, more than six X value for you. That's and you know easy. It's easy for him to he, he did it and he hit twenty-five or more in three games in a row before this last stud. So I just feel like he's a very safe uh play. Maybe I'm overblowing the ceiling here. I don't think so. I think he's got a pretty good ceiling. He can put he can score the rock. We saw it. I mean, he's a little older now. Um, but I think there's a, I think there's a decent ceiling there. Uh, Tari Eason. Tari Eason. I've got some interest in Tari Eason because Jabari Smith Jr. is gonna be out this one. And Tari Eason got 18 minutes in their last game, I believe. We double check that. But uh, yep, 18 minutes in our last game. And he put up 24.75 DK points. He is a per-minute guy that we're just looking for to get minutes. He's one of those guys. Um, might he flop? Yeah, he, he, very mo- he very well might. But I think this is a good matchup for him. I think without Jabari Smith Jr. in there, he can get to 25 minutes or so. And I think he can absolutely crush this uh, 3700 price tag. So, Got a lot of interest in Taro Yusin in this game. Guys, if you don't have our DFS pass, you're really missing out. We did throw out a lot of these plays that I was talking about that we hit on, even though I didn't have a podcast for it. We do throw out plays to our subscribers every single day with our DFS delivery. You have to go to our website here at sportsethos.com and sign up for the DFS pass to get access to that. It is super-duper-duper-duper-duper cheap right now, and you can get it and talk with any of the pros that we have. You get our plays directly to your Mint inbox. Um, it's just awesome, cheap. It's the thing that you need, the product that you need to help to win these games. So uh, go get it, go sign up for the DFS pass. While you're there, look at the Ethos 360 pass, which also gets you access to the Fantasy pass, as well as the Wager pass, uh, which are also very valuable at this moment. So go do that. Uh, I've got interest in the Phoenix Suns and the Portland Trailblazers also. This is a... Uh, I guess, revenge game, a back-to-back game between the same two teams. They are playing currently right now. Uh, I have Nurkic on a lot of my DFS lineups, and he's just crapping the bat, unfortunately. Um, man, yeah, five points and five rebounds, and we're in the 5 and left in the fourth quarter. Ugh, it's icky. Uh, Trailblazers were up, were up all this game, and now the uh, Suns are predictably coming back. Interesting thing about this game, though, is Cam Johnson exited with a, uh, I believe it was a knee injury or or something along those lines, uh, just some discomfort. Um, but it seems like that'll probably help hold him out of this second game of back-to-back. And if that is the case, the guy that you want to snag is Tory Craig. Tory Craig is currently at 23 minutes. Like I like, said, there's about five minutes left in this game. I'm assuming he's going to get close to like 27, 28 minutes here in this game. But if that's the case, and his price point's going to be um, 3,800, this is a guy that can produce fantasy stats. Uh, let's see, in just 17 minutes, on the 20th of October, he produced 23.5 DK points. In 25 minutes, uh, against the Clippers, which is a very good defensive team, he produced 23.25 DK points. Suns are a good defensive team, or, uh, sorry, Portland is not a good defensive team. So, this is a plus matchup for him, it's the right price, it's the right opportunity, Unless there's more value that opens up near, uh, you know, near near tip off, I think this guy's a lock for me. He's going to be in a lot of my lineups. So, uh, love me some Tory Craig at 3,800. I also love Devin Booker as a spend up here at 9,300. Uh, I do have quite a few people that I like in that, you know, in the spend up range. I've already mentioned Carl Anthony Towns. Already mentioned Kevin Durant. Um, so I might not end up with him. In a lot of lineups. But I do like that price point for him here. Um, he's already cooking the Blazers. And the Blazers have absolutely no defense. I mean, I know Anthony Simons might play tomorrow. But, yeah, that's not <laughs> scaring me on the defensive side. He's got 20 points in on this one. Four rebounds, four assists. Uh, he's had 20 points, though, for a while. Only 6 of 18 from the field. So, his shot's a little off time, it looks like. Um, I think he's definitely, like, a safer play. I think he's going to produce um, as well as, like, a, a guy priced at 10, you know, 10.5 at just 9.3. So I do have some interest in Devin Booker. Uh, DeAndre Ayton a 6,700. A little bit too cheap, especially in this matchup. You know, um, Nurkic, uh, I mean, I'm not going to call him a slouch on defense, but he's not the, the most defensive big man. Uh, I think that, you know, Ayton can eat this, this uh, matchup up. He's doing it tonight, 22 points in this matchup, 9 of 13 from the field, seven rebounds. Uh, I think he could do that again. I think he could replicate that very easily. And so I have some interest in DeAndre Eden at 6,700. So those are the three guys I like in that game. And the three games that I like, which are, again, Brooklyn Nets and Charlotte Hornets, Houston Rockets and Minnesota Timberwolves and Phoenix Suns and Portland Trailblazers. Those are the three I'm looking at the most heavily here early on in this slate. And I think those are guys that people, uh, you know, one thing you can take away from this podcast is as people move along and get excited about new guys that pop up because of injury risks or injuries or, you know, news that drops closer to the uh, tip-off, they may forget about some of these guys that we're mentioning. And so if you have them still in your lineups and everyone else just kind of swaps off of them or has swapped off of them, you know, three, four, seven times and just forgotten about them, uh, you know, some of these are really easy calls. Like I feel like Cam Thomas is a really easy call. And, you know, probably a lot of people will have him in their line, in their lineups. And that's okay. Kevin Durant, really easy call. Uh, Torrey Craig, really easy call. But you never know. Maybe people overthink things and they swap off these guys. You never know. Uh, there are a few other players I do like out there that are in none of those games. And the first one i get to mention is Isaiah Hart, signing of 4400. Uh, this is obviously assuming that Mitchell Robinson is still injured. He did go out with an injury in the game last night. And if that is the case, uh, Isaiah Rob Hartenstein is an absolute great play at 4,400. He's a guy that produces across the board. Um, He's a guy that Coach Tibbs likes a lot. The one negative here is that the matchup against the Boston Celtics is not a great one. Um, But on the other side of the ball in this game, we have Val Horford, who... Said he was going to play back to backs to start of the season, but the only back to back they've had this season, he did sit the second half back to back. And if he does sit, they don't have any centers. They've got Luke Cornett, they've got Grant Williams. You can gravitate towards those guys. Uh, you know, if you need another value play, I think that's definitely valid. Um, but Hartenstein, I think, can eat up those that matchup those matchups for sure. Whichever one of those guys ends up playing, uh, he's a good basketball player. I like his game a lot. Uh, Devin Vassell, 6,700, still underpriced. I had him tonight in a few lineups, and, you know, should have had him in more. He absolutely went off tonight. This is in a great matchup for him. That's the one reason I don't have him, like, bolded, and, like, I have to lock him in. I do currently have him in my early build right now. They're playing Denver, the Denver Nuggets. So it could be a, a blowout. Well, there's a lot, of blowout, a lot of blowout potential with this game. but he's going to carry a lot of the load on offense. We have to see, uh, keep our beat on Keldon Johnson also and see if he plays. Um, If he's in, you know, I assume he's in, I'm assuming he's going to be in. And if that's the case, then, you know, that's going to take some touches away from Devin Vassal. But I still feel like this is a very decent um, price for Devin Vassal. Yeah. Cause, uh, uh, About Josh, not who, not Josh Richardson. Well, Kelvin Johnson did play last night, and Devin Vassell still went off, even with Kelvin Johnson there. Devin Vassell was 12 to 16 from the floor for 29 points. You're not going to expect that again. Uh, he's also four or five from three pointer That's just ridiculous. You're not going to expect that again. Um, that's just a, an anomaly there, but um, he's a very good basketball player. 6,700 is pretty cheap for him. So Kelvin Johnson is a little bit too expensive for me. But guys, if you aren't signed up at ThriveFantasy.com, you should definitely go there. Sign up there; uh, they have some excellent, excellent, excellent tournaments that you enter for twenty bucks. You can win a thousand. Uh, not even joking. You pick ten. You have to pick ten out of twenty player props and get the most points in the competition to win your share of that uh, that big prize pool. And you should go do it. When you sign up at Thrive Fantasy, you should definitely use Ethos as a promo code, and you'll get the first deposit match bonus up to two hundred fifty bucks. But, uh, seriously, it is a lot of fun, guys. I have actually quite a few props in this tournament that I like already. Just looking at it. I have one, two, three, four, five, six of them that I really like. I like Zion Williamson over nine and a half rebounds and assists. That's just just easy money. Take it. I think this is going to be a very uh, good matchup here between the Pelicans and the Atlanta Hawks. I didn't like a lot of pricing on the DFS side. Not this early, at least. Because all the Pelicans are healthy now. but Uh, it's easy money. I mean, I I don't think there's any way that he gets below that in this matchup. It's going to be a close game. He's going to be on the floor. As long as that's happening, I think he gets that just very easily for you. So that's 85 points for you, which is one of the lowest ones, but uh, it's free money, basically free points. I like Carl Anthony towns over nine and a half rebounds, and that's 115 points. That's one of the biggest ones you can get. I think it goes up to 130. So 115 points if Carl Anthony Towns goes over a nine and a half rebounds, he's gone over several times this season already. It's the Houston Rockets. Uh, this game's going to be paced up. The Rockets, I mean, the Timberwolves are getting absolutely destroyed last night. So <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns is going to be on a tear, I think, and trying to prove something. So I like that. I like that prop a lot. Prop a lot. Uh, same thing with D'Angelo Russell over five and a half assists. That's 100 points. So it's a 50-50 for you. I like the over. Because of the pace and because it's the Rockets. And because the Timberwolves are going to want to win a basketball game. I like Jokic over 20.5 rebounds and assists. And that's 105 points. They're playing the Spurs. The Spurs are absolutely dreadful against the center position. I made some money tonight. uh, Last night. Whatever you want to say. I'm playing a double-double. Betting on uh, Ivanka Zubac to get a double-double. He absolutely destroyed them. This is Jokic we're talking about. He could very well get 17, 18 rebounds, and you know darn well going to get six, seven, eight assists. So I think 20 and a half rebounds and assists is absolutely attainable for the Joker. Um, Jeremy Grant over 25.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Now this is only if Anthony Simons sits out. We saw what his role is though on the offensive side last night without Anthony Simons, and it was uh, it was it was quite a lot. He had a very big offensive load. And I think that will happen again here um, if Anthony Simons does not play. Um, Jeremy Grant had four, has 14 shots so far. and There's about two and a half minutes left in this basketball game. He's also got 11 free throw attempts, which is absolutely insanity. So there you go. And then the last one I like is Devin Booker, over 38.5 points, rebounds, and assists. And that's 100 points for you guys. Same matchup, again, and I just think it's a, a good matchup for him. It's a matchup that he's going to take advantage of as long as it's a close basketball game and he stays on the floor for 30-plus minutes. Uh, I think it's it's a good one. So maybe if Anthony uh, Simons doesn't play, you don't play that one because maybe it's not as close, but if Anthony Simons does play, it's a better chance that one hits. But those are the five uh, props I like for you guys, and that's all I've got for you. Uh, Ramiz was going to be out with me tonight, but he did, uh, he did call in a little sick, so hopefully he feels a little bit better next week and can join me um we're gonna have i think lee let me pull up my schedule here lee yes i think lee schwartz is actually going to join me tomorrow night for the podcast so you know sunday for sunday's slate you will hear another wonderful voice that will hopefully uh help mask all the nastiness that's in my voice right now but until then guys get out there go forth and win money bye-bye